Welcome back to the program. I was just finishing up this game of Pong. Hey, can making a video game actually help your mental health? Could it actually help fight addiction? That is the subject of a new post on theconversation.com that I found so interesting. Dr. Sandra Danilovich is an assistant professor of game design at Wilfrid Laurier University. Hey, welcome to the program, Sandra. Thank you so much for having me. I learned a lot from your piece uh, and some terms I'd never heard of before. For example, what is a game jam? So a game jam is a game making workshop. It's it's similar to a musical jamming session in that you invite a group of people and you um, uh, essentially um, invite them to make games together, to collaborate and to make games from scratch, uh, oftentimes digital games or computer games. Okay. I think for a lot of us, when we think of video games, we, I, I think of you know the very complicated games that my son plays on his PS, uh, PlayStation, was it four? Four, yeah. Nobody can get a five. <laughs> but you're talking about something else. You're talking about kind of more of indie games. Absolutely. So the type of game I research is um, is an autobiographical game. So they're autobiographical, very personal games, usually narrative driven, a uh, story driven. Um, and there's a, a number of games like that on the indie games market that tap into the lived experiences of their designers and their artists. So it's a way to express yourself through the medium of video games, very different from something like a journal or creative writing or even drawing and painting. Yeah, you, you write in your piece that game making is an art form that many aren't that familiar with, and I would certainly agree with it. I think some people might not even really think of it as an art form. Can you talk about that? Absolutely. So what's interesting and special and unique about uh, video games and games in general is that they are a hybrid of art and technology or art and engineering. So when you have to make a game, you have to author the rules and laws that govern player behaviors and shape player behaviors. So it's it's a very powerful medium because it's 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 like a system of rules and a mechanism that you have to engineer. But on on top of that, you have to create the story and the characters and the art and animation that go along with that with playing that game. So it's it's um, blends um, creative skills and storytelling skills with engineering and technical skills, STEM skills. A fascinating thing, and I really had not thought of that in, in that perspective before. Sandra, I appreciate your time today. Thank you so much for having me again. That is Dr. Sandra Danilovich, who is Assistant Professor of Game Design and Development at Laurier University, and you can read her piece uh, in theconversation.com. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.